Blog Talk Radio. In my own self, uh, I'm trying to figure out where do I where do I sit. Um, I don't I, I don't even know what I am, and maybe I'm nothing. Maybe I'm not supposed to be anything. Maybe you know my history is kind of handicapping in a way. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to find out what makes me feel the best right now. I'm sick, try to find the logic in the insanity Might change my mind, start using profanity I'm still with the nice of these I was never Batman, just Robin When I was Robin, Jason Todd Put that on God, I used to get the rush From the times and death that would rush Not sweet rap, but be back from authentic But still know who I am Little mama told me, she put a mandate on a friend date I said, if you ain't talking about sex then what you open your mouth for? You don't catch me outside, get the kind You can catch me in the bed Don't even have an iPhone, left it on red Someone said I dropped the moles outside the booth Picked them up when I left the studio I let you in on a secret I never had more Got the strange how I open portals In life, I jump over any hurdles Eating pizza like I'm a ninja turtle Of course I'm a spy I live plenty lies A philanderer Never laid an open hand to her But I would hang out with her I never strain And stay in the brain of her Great Scott I know you wish your hero was really out there in the sky I'm sick Who am I? Not right didn't matter in the end Nothing like the feelings didn't matter When the things change Nothing like the words that you put in when you come play Nothing like it's nothing to be nothing For the nothing that they bring Oh, and if I must choose I still do it And if I must choose I still do it Making classics of rapping is handicapping I heard 3,000 talking and I feel them Non-legendary status, still pragmatic, never moved backwards. I elevated instead of simulating. She remembering the creating thing when all I did was put the head in. All sensual. I never bust into a sweat though. Put in work, I'm a vet, bro. He think he glamorous because he polyamorous. I call it ghost writers. Yes, the pros biting. I know you like them, but I ain't trying to fight. No jealousy. I celebrate when your family act for me. You know I care for you. Even devil there for you. Chef kiss. Here's a prayer for you. As the devil's in the details, and I'm a whistleblower, a gun toter, knife. Don't say I'm a patriot, black, black flag. flag I don't want your lady, you can have her But I do want a deep throat a flamethrower I used to have the visions of people screaming my name That's how I woke up and realized it was me screaming in pain From uncertainty and not knowing what the life is worth to me I'm far from nothing, I'm something Nah, I think nothing I'm just like nothing Nothing like the didn't matter in the end Nothing like the to the digital meet and greet. We're back. I'm going ahead and just uh, do the sound, do the classic sound effect. Oh yes. So we're back. 
for another round of the amazing digital meet and greet where we connect with different people. And uh yeah, you know, we got um we got a new co host that's down with us right now. Um Sharika Stevens. You may remember her from the previous oh my God, people want to call me and talk to me while I'm on the air. Yeah, this is this is live. <laughs> that's how you know it's live when when it's like that. Uh yeah, Sharika Stevens has graduated to being a host now instead of just a frequent caller. So let's go ahead and give a shout give a shout out. Uh we'll get some hand claps for Sharika Stevens. Yes. And I'm going to bring them both on. And uh, and for tonight, our guest is Slow Chemical. Slow Chemical just released his uh, latest EP titled Serving All Masters Volume 3. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's the third installment in the Serving All Masters series, and he's going to talk about that. Plus, I just played a new single from him titled Nobody. And uh, we'll play another single as well. Think about it later on in the program. And uh, so let's go ahead and bring everybody on so we can get the discussion going. Uh, now for this episode, we're you know we're going to primarily do do it as an interview. I know this is an interactive show, but we still want to talk to some of y'all. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push that back a little later. All right. So uh, if you want to talk, you know, just gonna you know have to chill. This is all about slow chemical, and. Um, you know, and then perhaps a little later on in the program, we'll bring on some callers so you could chop it up with them and say congratulations and all that stuff. All right. Let's start with our senior host, JT. JT. Yo, yo, what's going on, Jay? You know what I always say, just doing a show. Yes, I'm glad to hear I'm from good, you. Man. Glad you're doing well. Glad to be good, back. Good, good. Glad to be back. You know, we ain't calling to come back. We be back in the atmosphere and up and ready to roll, man. Ready to get it. Oh yes, true indeed, true indeed. Also, before I bring Sharika on. I know that you started back with your Elite Life podcast. Could you tell the listeners about that? Yeah, man. We um, Episode 3 will drop this Sunday at 8 p.m. on the YouTube channel, TNE Network. Um, if you want to catch Episode 1 with author Janet Heffin, or Episode 2 with The Real Rampage, first and tenth, um, check out the episodes that are live and up on the TNE network right now. Subscribe to the channel and you will get updates on all the latest episodes on TNE network. But Elite Life, brand new episode, episode three drops this Sunday, April the 10th at 8 p.m. Definitely, definitely. You all stay tuned for that. Check out the, the latest episode of Elite Life on the TNE network. Yes. Um, now let's go on ahead and bring on our newest co-host. He was a frequent caller uh, in the previous season of the Digital Meet and Greet, and you know a lot of you guys are like, "Oh man, I love her voice. I love what she has to say. She always had great some great topics and great 
interesting questions to the to the guests. So by popular demand, because y'all beat the door down, said, "Hey, we want more of her. We want more. We're gonna bring you more of her." <laughs> and uh, she's gonna talk all about that. So let's bring her on, Sharika Stevens. <laughs> Hi, Jay. Hi, JT. How are you? Hey, what's going on? With you? Oh yeah, just doing a show. You know how we do. <laughs> so hard, now, tell us, tell us, oh, we hey, we're doing great. I want to say before we bring on the guest, uh, tell the, well, the for the viewers, for the listeners that don't know who you are, because I know everybody knows who you are by now. But uh, but for the ones that are just kind of popping in, popping out, uh, tell them who you are and what you plan to bring to the show moving forward. Um, my name is Sharika Stevens. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Sharika underscore Stevens. Um, I just plan, plan to bring some some of me. Some of me. <laughs> I'm pretty much an open book. I like to ask a lot of questions. I like to interact with people, um, getting over my fears of social anxiety, just, you know, putting my face and my name out there more, and just plan to do a lot more things with you, Jay, Um and JT as well, so I'm just looking to have fun and um, just kind of live a little. Yes, yes. Glad, glad you're living a little with us tonight. You come to the right spot. Show. Yes, you came to the right <laughs> Thank spot. You. Yes, so let's go, let's, yes, now let's go ahead and bring on I know he's waiting like, man, y'all shut up and bring me on. Y'all talking too much. Come on now. <laughs> Let's bring on <laughs> slow, slow Chemical. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hello. How are you? I, I am fantastic. You can't tell by my voice? What you have to laugh to your yeah, voice? Yeah, man, I hear it. Hello? Yes. Can y'all hear me? Hello? Yes, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, how y'all doing? How you doing? What's up? Yeah, how we are you? Know what's up with you? Uh, just trying to stay busy, man. Just trying to stay busy. Um, trying to stay out of trouble. Trying to find positive, productive things to do. That's all. Yes, yes, definitely. As hey, thank you for staying out of trouble and staying on the show with us tonight. Thanks for, thank you for having me on so much. Oh yes, always a pleasure. Now, before now, I'm gonna before I pass the mic to the host, just uh, tell tell the listeners about your your new project that you have now and what's next and who you are, and then we'll get into the Q and A, and then we'll get into the meet and greet part of it. Okay. Uh... <laughs> If you know me from my music, you know me as Slow Chemical. If you know me from my comic books, you know me as my government name, Ryan White. Uh, pretty much the last project I dropped was Serving All Masters Volume 3. It finished the trilogy out that we started in about 2019 that came out in about February. I appreciate everybody who was on it, like uh, ZOIG808, dope, uh, dope artist out of Boston. He's doing his thing. I just saw him on Instagram a few minutes ago. He just bought his first car. I'm proud of the young the young kid doing his thing. You got Jonathan Estra on there. You got production from Jim Star Pro on there. 
Uh, you got a lot. You got a lot of people on there. I, I do appreciate everybody who was a part of the series and who was doing their thing. I will say this though, I had a, a new uh, EP, solo EP that was supposed to drop uh, uh, April first. Me and two. I, I did not know because I was out of town. But everyone who's been hitting me up the last couple of days. Just so y'all know, it's still coming out. TuneCore said my artwork, my cover artwork was too graphic. So I had to change the artwork, so I did that. Now I'm waiting to hear back from them on when it's going to drop. So give me a couple days to figure all that out. So, so sorry for the delay. Oh, it's all good. Yes, I mean, I'm glad you, you know, let everybody know what's going on and, you know, why the delay and, and everything. And, um, yeah, man, we just we, – the, the, the fans are ready for some new slow chemical, you know? So I'm glad you did yeah, that was, something. That was actually, yeah, that was the one complaint I got from the EPs was that it wasn't enough me, but that was the point of it. I wanted to legit – I don't usually collaborate with a lot of people, so I, I just wanted to collaborate with a bunch of different people. And me and, Z, me and ZYG, actually, I, I, he may know the exact number – uh, but I, I, we had to have done a close to 15, 16 songs, and I, only a few of them are, have gotten out to my knowledge. So, like, it's just one of those things where you have all these songs, and I just didn't see the point of keeping all this music in. I, I, I'm not one of those artists that keeps music just to keep music. I'm not. I, I doesn't. I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Now, now, before I pass the mic to to Sharika. Um, you know, because we're going to let Sharika grill you first since this is our first official mm-hmm. show as a host. Um, I, I wanted to say that, um, oh, man, should have, should have wrote my question down. I apologize. <laughs> let me just go ahead and pass the – oh, yes, yes, I was going to say, uh, with the ZYG808, since you guys have such good chemistry together, uh, you guys consider even just throwing out doing an EP or a project, you know, a joint project or something? Honestly, we haven't talked about that. I mean, yeah, we, that's something we haven't talked about, actually, to be honest with you. It never, it hasn't come up. Um, it's, an, it's a good idea, you know, we, the way we both grind and we both, the way we both make music. Um, maybe that's a conversation in the future for sure, you know. I got some things coming out this year that I'm trying to focus on the, the most, and um, I'm trying to – this is going to sound pretty selfish, but me being honest. I'm trying to focus more on me. I've done a lot of focusing on other people the last several years. So I'm trying to make 2022 about Soul Chemical, Ryan White, the branding, all that stuff. If me and him happen to do a bunch of music, and he's like, hey, man, like more music, and he's like, hey, let's just throw this out there as, as this, I'm down for it, you know. Um, but I'm not going to – I personally don't want to bother him. First of all, if you, if you know ZYG, Dude already has so many other records. I think he has like four mixtapes he's gonna drop this year on his own. So oh, wow. uh, I'm actually hoping I'm actually hoping him and I can to, to, can even perform together. Because uh, on Serving Our Masters Volume Three, we have we have my favorite record on that particular album on EP. It's called Veins. Actually, um, Keo from Atlanta produced it. So I'm I'm actually like I would like to perform with him more so than work on the project. But if something comes along. I won't say no to it, but at the same time, I, I'm not forcing anything either, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I totally, uh, yeah, it does make a lot of sense. He, he definitely gets busy. I would love to see, you know, his father is the great Waleen, 
I would love to see you get you know Wallim the the uh, the funky professor. You know, I would love to yeah, see. Yeah, him. Yeah, oh, ahead, me and him actually start cut you off. Start cut you off, Jay. But me and him have been in talks for like two years now. I'm I'm gonna I, I'm saying this on on air now because I've been saying this in private to him. I'm gonna hold him to I'm gonna hold him to that. Me and him will do a record this year, but it's been about two years, and um, we just need to find the right thing to to collaborate on. But I'm gonna find that right thing, and when I present it to him. There will, be, there will be no excuses. I've been waiting to work with his father for two years now. His father's a, another dope per, just a human being in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, he has a rich history, and he's done so much, you know. Yeah. You know, nominated for a Grammy and just, you know, take it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely shout out to him. All right, you know what? I'm going to pass the mic to Sharika because I know she's ready <laughs> to put you in the hot seat and interrogate you like a cop. <laughs> and we're going to pass the mic to Jesse. All right. How are you, Slow Chemical? I'm great. I'm great. What's going on with okay, you? Okay. So, um, nothing too much. Um, you talked a little bit about um, focusing on yourself. So was that the concept behind Seven All Masters Volume Three EP? No, no, that was just me finishing the trilogy that I started in 2019, where I, I was I, I, I found myself in 2019, the summer of 2019, just around a bunch of dope artists, um, and so I said we should all do something together. But I've tried that in the past, and getting artists to work together. It's, 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 it's difficult. It really is. Everyone's on their own time schedule. I get all that. But, like, I find myself doing a bunch of music with other artists, and, like, they weren't complete songs, but they were – They were. I, I felt they could be uh, – they could be dope if we just put the, the right artist on it to complement whoever else is on it. So the idea of Serving All Masters was just to get everyone together, even if they didn't know each other. Just to just to do it, and it worked out. Like especially with the first two, even with this volume, the last volume, like a lot of artists end up working together based off of hearing themselves on a record with other people. Like Zyg reached out to Jonathan Esther, who's a, a, a California-based artist, because he heard mm-hmm. him on a song that we did together. So that was the point of that, and that's why I said like the last several days I've been not really I've been focusing on myself, but not as much as I should be. And I think we all and I think we all know what that means when when we give too much of ourselves to other things and we're like, man, I could have spent this time doing this for me, you know? And, um, that, the, the, the new EP kill the messenger that's going to come out in a couple of days. That was about me. Um, that was, that only has like two features on it. Um, and even then those features were already stuff that I had kind of in the, the safe, but now I killed, uh, serving all masters was more just about, and even myself, like, it was part for me, I guess, the best best way to answer your question, because it was me also reaching out to other artists. Because I've, I've, I've had artists tell me at shows, like, hey, man, like, whenever I approach you to do a song, you kind of come off like, you know, get the bleep out of here. I'm like, and I don't want to come off like that. It's just one of those things mm-hmm. where you, it's more than just asking to do it. Like, you just show me that you want to do it as well. Like, if people tell me they want to do a record, like for the homie Phil and the Nerdcore crew out of Florida, man, you tell them that you want to do a record, they send it. They send it to your email in ten minutes. They don't play, 
you know, but like other people are like, oh, let's do a song. Yeah, you know, you you tell them you want to do a song. You tell you tell some people you want to do a song. You send them, you send it to them. They they act like you didn't send them anything. You you you, you follow up with them like I ain't got time for that. It's like okay, I'll, 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 oh all right then. You know, we want to work together. <laughs> yeah. So I listened to the EP, and I must say that number one, the beats are fire. That's that's number one. <laughs> Thank hands you so down. much. And also, I like the way that you switched up your flow between each song, like On God, and, you know, just the intr- instrumentals were so different. It's like, not oftentimes I get a lot, you know, I don't really listen to a lot of, like, rap music or, you know, things of that nature, but I try to be well-versed because I like mm-hmm. beats. So it's like, what, like, how do you come up with the concepts of your beats? So, um... That me, me and Jim Star Pro, he's out of Maryland. We've been working together for almost 20 years. He, 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 he found me when I was really young, and he's kind of helped mold this style in me where I don't necessarily have one particular style. Like when I first started rapping, right. I'm from Louisiana. When I first started rapping, I'm, I'm from Louisiana originally, but if I rap, you can't tell that a lot of times. But right. he helped me with his different style become – just more of a, a a complete MC. As far as like records like On God goes, On God actually the beat the the you know this is gonna sound crazy right, but I don't listen to a lot of uh, modern day hip hop. But yeah. the, the, the 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 motivation behind or the inspiration, excuse me, behind um, uh, the On God was actually the, the future song Mask Off. I was in a club a few maybe like a year ago, and it's when things start just start opening up. And I was in a club with a friend, and I, it was the first time I ever heard Mask Off. And I was like, who's this? And they're like, Future. I was like, Future be rapping on beats like this? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and I just wanted to spy, find that clip, and that beat was so, it was just so good. But I also liked how he made the record his own. Like, he wasn't trying to do anything else. He just made it. It was, it was an unapologetically future record. And I said, that's cool. So I went to GSP, and I was like, hey, man, I want to do something like this, but I don't know much about flutes or anything like that. So we kind of just worked on a bunch of different sounds, and then we ended up uh, just coming up with that. And it, all, a lot of my beats are collaborative. Some I do by myself, but that one was more of a collaborative beat because I had never really messed with any flute sounds, but I just loved – what I wanted to do was make that record mine the same way Future made Mask Off his. Right, okay, I can understand. I did hear a flute in there, and I knew I was right. I did hear that. So I would also like to ask, like, what other, other musicians have inspired you over the years? Um, well, the one that the, – the, it's really three – it's very – all right, it's between four and five MCs, right? So the person that got me to writing the, my first ever rap was LL Cool J. Um, mm-hmm. When I first heard, when I first heard "Hey Love," um, I was looking at, I was like, "Man, this dude's a handsome guy. He has all the money in the world, and this dude's talking about daydreaming about someone he he feels he can't have or he's too shy." So LL Cool J is the ultimate inspiration for me. Um, and he's the, he's the one that inspired me to write. But the people that inspired me to keep writing was Tech Nine, Royce Five Nine, Scarface, and Soldier Slim. All of them have such different styles, but they're they're all honest in their music. When I hear Tech Nine record, you hear you, you hear Tech Nine take some crazy stuff in a record, 
uh, praising Satan, where he's just kind of trolling people. But you hear him in the other records where he's talking about how he was molested as a kid. And uh, that's, that's like, right. that's so honest and so open. It's kind of like, oh, wow, like, it, it, it just it just does something for me. And then I've always been a Royce 5'9". The first time I ever heard Royce 5'9", I remember his style was just so different. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but I felt I could relate to it because uh, anyone who listens to my style, I don't always rap on beat. And he raps on beat, but it's one of those things where sometimes he has this flow where you think he's off beat, but he's actually on beat. It's just him trying to get his metaphors through. So he's a huge influence as well. Scarface, I mean, uh, Scarface is just from his ghetto boys days to to now he's just uh, – I just love – I could say all artists I enjoy, they're just unapologetically themselves. The Scarface is a Christian rapper who's never been afraid to put God in his lyrics and his religion in his lyrics as well as tell the truth. And Soldier Slim was just this hardcore guy. I grew up like maybe – 30 minutes from the Magnolia where he's from and just knowing, just hearing the stories he would tell and knowing those stories were true and, and him just living that. And I just like, I remember, that's the only, that's the only thing I didn't like that he did was he, he didn't have to live it once he got rich, <laughs> you know, right. unfortunately, that's what made, uh, uh, unfortunately that's what made us lose him. But I think for me, I think for other people, it helped them to not go that far. But so just them was a huge influence just because, he, many people will describe him as a Southern Tupac, and I agree with that sentiment where he was the one I felt that everyone thought was going to be the next big thing. He was going to be Lil Wayne, people thought, and, and uh, he ended up passing away, unfortunately, but uh, it's it's all good. Uh, so all of my people that influence me are usually just people who own their music and own who they are. Right, okay. Okay, so who are some of the artists that, like in the industry now that you see yourself working with in the future? Well, I don't know. Um, but to be honest with you, I will say this. One artist that I would like to work with, and I surprise people when I say this, and I, and I really don't know why, I really want to work with Amigos. I think those, I think those three guys just uh, – I think those three guys just – they they have their I was I just like their style I just like how they own them I just like how they own everything they they do and how whatever they talk about is what, what it's what they want to talk about like to me I feel like they're one of the, the art, I know I feel all artists have not all <laughs> most artists nowadays have creative control over their music I really feel like when Migos goes into the studio they really just talk about what they want to talk about and how they feel and I feel like they all complement each other and um, so I I still usually surprise people with them. I could say Royce Five Nine. He's obviously dope, um, and maybe maybe J Cole. You know, J Cole. I, 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 not maybe, definitely J Cole. It's just one of the things where um, J Cole is so. To me, J Cole is one of those artists that's so giving. So I, I, I appreciate his his, uh, his 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 gifts that he has decided to bestow to the game. Oh, okay. So sorry for the background noise. Um... So, other than other than those male artists, like what particular female artists that you know in the game, or even back in the day that you you know Doja grew up listening to, or that you like, the, oh Doja Cat, yes, yeah, she's dope. <laughs> I really like Doja, Doja Cat. I, I I love her melodies. I love her style. Like one of her records that stays in my head. It's been in my head for three months now, and it barely leaves my head. Is the song of the weekend called "You're Right." Like, I, I just, for some reason, I don't know what it is about that record, but I first heard that, and I said, what is this, and how did she come up with it? And um, 
I like that song. I like the song with Woman. I uh, call Woman. Um, uh, Doja Cat is one of the art, one female artists I would like to work with. Uh, there's a ton of female artists I, w- I would like to work with, though. Um, it's not just it's not just newer ones either. Older uh, uh, older ones as well. Uh, if, if Roxanne Shante was still rapping on records, I would like to get Roxanne Shante on a record. You know, um, yeah. I, I, I think I, I think oh, and Nicki Minaj like. Her flow is crazy. Like, I mean, who wouldn't want to get Nikki on a record? Um, so there's a lot of female artists I would like to work with. Oh, okay. So I see. I would kind of see like a like a Remy Ma and like your style, like the way you switch it up and everything, because she is she's just amazing to me. Like Remy well, Ma, you know, Remy... soft, but then she can only be she could be kind of hard also, and I I like that in her. Right. No, I love I love Remy Ma too. I'm glad you said her name. I was just watching. I was and I was on a flight and I downloaded the, her uh, interview on Drink Champs. I've always liked I've liked Remy Ma since the first time I heard her. The first time I, I didn't hear her on any remix at first. The first time I ever heard her was on I think it was on Pun's album, and um, then I went back and ended up hearing her on um, the Annie Up remix. But no, like no, Remy Ma is is dope. Um, of course, I would love to do a song with Remy Ma. Like Remy Ma is, is one of the thickest MCs. I think she's very underrated and 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 underappreciated. As an MC, I, I don't think you think yes. about top. I don't think you think about her. Unfortunately, I think about her, but I don't think the masses think about her. But they should. Right. Yes, I think they sleep on Remy Ma a lot. Like her, the way she switched up her style, the way her flow is, the way she just—it's it's just like she glides across the beat. It's like her voice mm. is like amazing, but she comes across as very powerful, you know, and just earning it. So. Um, I gotta put you in the hot seat for a little while. So let's say, what's your like current status right now? Like, are you dating, single, looking? Like, what can the ladies know about you? <laughs> that is funny. I am very much single. I <laughs> um. <laughs> thanks for reminding me of that, by the way. Um. So no, I'm I'm single. Um, I do. I, I, to be honest with you, I, I do travel a lot, whether it's for my my comic books or my music. So, I haven't actually had time to be able to cultivate a real relationship. So it's definitely not anything anyone else is doing. It's more of just me. The minute I think I can chill and do something, like last year, I actually last year. Funny if you bring this up around this time last year, I had a uh, a friend of mine convince me to do online dating. So I set up a profile and everything. I was thinking 2021 was going to be a slow year. Um, and then all of a sudden I started getting uh, all these Comic-Cons start opening back up. I'm getting invited all over the country again. And then I just kind of put that on hold. So, um, yeah, no, I'm single, but it's because I'm just busy right now. But I, as I, just like I said earlier, as I'm making time for me this year, I will try to make time for dating this year as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with focusing on yourself and worrying about your music and just, you know, wanting to be more in tune. Now, I did heard you say something about Comic-Con, and I do understand that you do, you are a comic book creator. Could you tell us a little bit about, you know, the comic books and the type of comic books that you create? Yeah, I create all kinds of comic books. My last uh, entry was called Mastino, the Action Adventure Superhero Comic. It uh, We just dropped uh, the graphic novel in January, and so that was one. I have a comedy called Inspecting Realities. It's based. It's about a private uh, uh, PI group in California that, in order to drum up business, they bring on a reality TV group. And 
even though they're on camera, these, these guys are still breaking the law and everything. They're doing this really unsavory things. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and so that it's just like, it's just a way just to get away and be funny. Um, I, I have a current uh, little Substack webtoon called Felony Best. It's a parody of Kanye West. The one post thing I post every Tuesday on my Substack. It's just a, a, a comedy, a little, a little one page funny that's meant to just to be funny and you just to uh, read it and just say, oh, that's that's cute, and you just move on with your day. Like, I, I didn't want to necessarily make a whole story about him, but I do a number of different things. More serious comics, are, I have one called Blind Men Lead that's really dark. Um, I, if you can't deal with really dark, I don't suggest you read that one. But um, right. I, it's, No, it's, it's really dark. <laughs> um, I, I, warn people, I, warn, I warn people ahead of time just because um, when, I was in a, when I decided to write Blind Men Lead a few years ago, essentially – it's about this made-up place called Mayfield, and there's never been any crime or anything. It's a perfect little town. And one day, a uh, pastor's preaching, and some guys come in and shoot the pastor in the church. He's dead. And so they say there's more to come. So later on in the news that night, they, they shot this whole community. And later on that night, they go on the air and say, hey, we had to kill a pastor because he was raping kids. But that wasn't. that's not the twist of it. The twist is half of you guys knew because half of you guys made a deal with the pastor that as long as he didn't touch your kid, you 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 let them do anything else to anybody else's kid. So now it puts the community that's been together for so long against each other. But I had to kind of go into like a really dark place to write that type of stuff, um, uh-huh. just be just because uh, it's not fun, you know. Um, but it's I I I have like even when I like have sold it to people, I told people, hey, this is like really dark, you know, you need to watch it. But surprising. People love it, you know. Like, I'm not surprised that they love it, but I'm surprised that, like, for as dark as it is, there's so many people who can relate to parts of it, and that makes them enjoy it and makes them, like, and kind of embrace it. But there are some people who just don't like dark comic books. Some people who I know refuse to read a Batman comic book because Batman's backstory is too dark. They can only read a Superman comic book. So I just try to give people the heads up before then. Okay, right. And what, and what was your con- – like, how did you first decide, like – I wanted to, you know, get into comic books. Because I, I, as a child, my brothers used to, because I was born and raised in Bermuda, so my brothers used to keep comic books. They used to collect them. They had boxes and boxes of comic books, old, really old ones. And I know for my oldest brother, he liked to draw. That was just his getaway place. So for you, what was it that sparked your interest in comic books? Um, I, this was only meant to be a one-time thing. I met a, a classmate when I was in college through an advisor, and simply I just said I wanted to write a comic book. He was an artist. We got together, wrote, and created our first comic book called Dawn the Mask, and we got invited to our first Comic-Con based off of that. And after I went to my first Comic-Con, because it was my first Comic-Con ever in my life, and I got invited to it, and I remember just being at Indiana Comic-Con in 2016, and I remember just, like, being around there and saying, like, it just felt comfortable. It felt like it was, I was meant to be there. And then yeah. I got this, and then I just got this itch, like, in Indiana, I got that itch to write Blind Men Lee, ironically. And I wrote the first synopsis in Indiana. I sent it off to uh, an editor. I said, hey, what do you think about this? And uh, David was like, man, this is kind of dope. Like, if you, if you focus on this, like, it can be something. And all of a sudden, I'm, I found myself writing these different stories, meeting these different artists, and then it just kind of puffed out into what it is now. 
Um, but yeah, it was. I never thought it was gonna be my. I didn't know what I was gonna do myself. I just kind of. I was. I was still doing music, but like it was one of those things where comics were never something I dreamed of doing. It just kind of happened. And after that first experience, it's just uh, where it's led me to right now. Oh, okay. I definitely like your story, but we wanted to pass the mic over to our, you know, co-host JT. JT, you there? Yeah, I was um, enjoying the interview. Such a dope interview, of course. You know, good um, slow chemical man. I'm very familiar with your creativity. Um, it was dope when uh, Sharika you was talking about the whole comic book thing because a man slow chemical actually brought one of those things to life. I actually was able to check off something off the uh, bucket list because he created. You know what I'm saying? When one of his books, we had uh, characters. Um, in the uh, comic book, so man, it's, it's still dope. I still, I, you know, I have it in uh, laminated now. Uh, from when you send the copies now, you know, it's dope just to look back, you know, at it. So man, I appreciate you know forever for that right there. But let me ask you a question, man. I was listening to the EP as well, and I wanted to know what kind of a place you had to go in order to get you know what I'm saying, into some of the flow, you know what I'm saying, on that EP, your creative mode. Talk a little bit about that. Um, so I don't even I don't even know what kind of place I was going into because it wasn't like it was I was doing a normal solo project. I'm so used to doing solo projects. This was this was a big difference. This was more of just I guess um me just kind of going with whatever. Like, On God was literally uh, a freestyle. So I had the beat. We did the beat. I was happy with the beat, but I couldn't write anything to it. And I just kept having writer's block, which was weird because I would throw on other tracks, and I would be writing stuff to it. But On God was, like, just never coming to me. So finally, I did something I just – I barely do it, um, but I still can from time to time. I, I, I just said, let me just freestyle and see what I come up with. And I was actually on the phone with – Jonathan Esther, because Jonathan Esther's in a rock band in California. So I was on the phone with him. He was trying to play me something, but hearing something over the phone is just, it, I, I can't take it all in properly. So I was telling him that. And so um, he, I sent him the beat. And so he said, I think I have a verse for this. But I, but what's the chorus? Cause I don't have a chorus. So he kind of like is playing it. And then I just start saying on God. I just, I just start saying on God. And then I freestyle yeah. like, I want to say 90% of my verse. And he was like, you need to yeah. keep that. And I said, I don't remember. It was a freestyle. Well, he was recording mm-hmm. me the entire time. So oh, that's wow. what happened with that. So that's how that ended up coming about. Veins, I had that track. I had my verse. I had that beat in mm-hmm. that verse and that chorus for about three years. And everybody, mm-hmm. I tried to, everybody I tried to put on it, they had nothing for it. And then ZYG oh, wow. heard it. ZYG heard it, ZYG liked it, and ZYG ended up doing his thing on it. And um, the other track, uh, it's called Ain't Going Nowhere. Um, that was just me trying to I, – I, uh, Phil from Nerdcore, the homie from Nerdcore, he had put me on a record. Um, and I'm, I'm shout out to him for putting me on that record called uh, Those Waves. And so I heard some other MCs on that record. And so I reached out to two of those MCs, uh, well, a group of a group of the guys called Okamura, and then you have Raptile, 
And so I reached out to those guys. I asked anyone if they were interested in being on this track. They did. Raptor, I, I sent the beat to Raptor maybe. I was like, if you, if, you have, if you have something that's cool, if you don't, maybe two minutes later, he's like, I got a chorus. I was like, okay. <laughs> so we ended up yeah. doing that, yeah. and that, and that was cool. Uh, but honestly, a lot, a lot of the time with the, with the collaboration stuff, man, it's either me trying to piggyback or me because I'm trying to follow them. Like Lips, oh, Barbarian, Barbarian, mm-hmm. like Lipsy murdered it. Like I did that. Mm-hmm. I actually, no one's gonna believe me when I say this, but it's the truth. I was actually asleep, and I woke up and I had the chorus of Barbarian. I came up with the chorus of Barbarian in my sleep. Uh, I'm a barbarian. Mm-hmm. Hit you in these nasty Kerrigan. Like that was in my sleep. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I did the beat, and I had nothing to it. And I sent it. Mm-hmm. I sent it to Lipsy, and when Lipsy sent me the verse back, I said, "Man, this dude made me find God." He said, like his 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 flow on it, his words, like uh, he says, one, two, three, four, kick uh, kick in the door, something like I'm something like Biggie when I kick in the door. Like he just absolutely murdered it, and I was like, man, like no one's gonna. And after after Lipsy got, got on it, I sent, and this mm-hmm. is a true story, and they know and they know who they are. I sent that beat and that verse to ten different MCs. I counted. They were too scared to get on a record because what Lipsy did. That's why that, that's why that song is only two verses. People were scared to get on that record after that. Wow, wow. They heard what, Dang, and, and they should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, you only a, you only a real lyricist if you if you if you ain't got no fear and you ready to come bring it. So I get it. You know all the way, man. That's a dope story, man. Great, dope uh, insight, man. Where it pertains to that. Let me ask you a question. A lot of people don't know, but let's 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 talk about the people that may not be following you on IG. What's the story behind the Never Silver Spoon Fed and the slow the slow chemical uh, nickname? All you know, taking it back to give the story on that. Um, so I, I said this on a podcast with ZRG, as a matter of fact. So I got the name Slow Chemical because one day I didn't have a rapper name, and I was going off of a name mm-hmm. that my grandfather called me. My grandfather always called mm-hmm. me Dirty White Boy. So I had no real okay. rap name, and so one day yeah. I'm going to deal with this, this with this homie named Lyricist, and anyone that knows me knows I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. So there's this wrestler, his name is Kane. He had a song called yeah. Slow Chemical, and so yeah. basically what happened is I'm playing that record, and so the homie Lyricist didn't like it because it's a, it's a rock song. So we get into the yeah. studio, I'm rapping in the booth, and I, I went and went one of those studios where you can see the we can see the engineer in the, in the studio. And so all of a sudden, Larissa stands up. I'm in the middle of rapping. He stops the engineer. He stops me. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, hey, man, that's your name. Because he knew I was looking for a name. And Larissa's like, that's your name. I was like, what's my name? He's like, Slow Chemical. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, your mm-hmm. style is so different. It takes a while to get it. But when people do, it's like a drug. It burns into the mm-hmm. next forever into them. So that's how, that's how mm-hmm. I got the name Slow Chemical. At Never Silver Spoon Fed, it's the Twitter handle, uh, so it's Instagram handle, I had said yeah. in a record one time. I just, I just I just was talking trash and I said it in a record one time. I was never silver spoon fed. I don't remember what record I said it in, but I remember I said mm-hmm. it in my homie Raven, who's rapped with me on several records. He said that's mm-hmm. dope. You should you should probably like name an album now or something like that. So I just kind of like yeah. made that my Instagram handle. Um, but yeah, that's where that came from. But the soul chemical came from someone else just kind of naming me that. Now you know what, and I'm glad you brought that up because I did I did remember that you are a wrestling fan, so I got to get the insight. I got to get the insight, and I know as soon as I say it, you gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. 
You got to give me your thoughts on the whole American Nightmare, the graphics, and the whole center around American Nightmare when he came out um, the other night, you know what I'm saying, for his match. So it's funny you say that. So that's why I was out of town. I was actually in Dallas for WrestleMania weekend. So I'm a a huge Cody Rhodes fan. At first, I was very disappointed. At first, I was disappointed because I felt – you know how I've seen it? I just said this on my podcast the other day. I wasn't disappointed that he left. I felt like how I felt when Shaq and Kobe broke up. For all the success Shaq and Kobe had apart, Shaq and Kobe could have had ten rings together, in my opinion. I still feel that way to this day. I don't care what nobody says. The only competition was the Spurs. But – I feel mm-hmm. the same way about Cody Rhodes and the Bucks and, and Kenny Omega. They're going to do great oh. things on their own. AEW is going to continue to grow. So it's, Cody's going to yeah. win the WWE Championship. However, mm-hmm. if Cody was to stay in AEW and he hadn't put himself in that position, because Cody said he put himself in that position where he couldn't challenge for the world title. Like if he was to stay in AEW, they, man, they, they would have been – they, they, they could be even better together. But you know what? I'm happy for Cody because it's clear that's where he wants to be. And the fact that he wants to do something his dad couldn't do, which is saying a lot because his dad did a lot, you know. Yes, indeed. I, I'm happy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy for him, you know. Like when, when I meet these guys, because sometimes wrestlers come on my show and and, and I interview them. Like when I meet these guys, man, it, a lot of times, believe it or not, man, even though people call it a, 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 a fake sport, this means a lot to them. Those championships mean something to a lot of those guys. And you know what? Yeah. If Cody wants to go to WWE, I'm right there behind him. I'm still a fan of his, no matter what. So I want to get your insight because you were in Dallas, and I heard I seen some pictures from Comic Con, but I didn't get to see a lot of video. What was the atmosphere down there? And what did you grab out of the weekend down there in Dallas? Uh, it was crazy. I went to the RH Super. I went there specifically to see if Cody was going to debut and to see the one match I, I felt I needed to be in the building to see. I don't feel that time. I don't feel that very often because I'm, I've been a wrestling fan for so long. But when I knew that FTR was going to face the Briscoes at ROH Supercar, I said, that, that's a moment I need to be in the building yeah. for. And I'm glad I, I'm glad I was okay. there. It was only 2,000 of us in that building. They made yeah. that place come unglued. It was crazy. I have video from it. Matter of fact, we'll, when, when we're off air, I'll, 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 I'll send you. I, I still have your Instagram. I still follow you on IG. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. send you videos on, on on your IG so you you can see it like like I can't even describe you have to see it and I'm like and it's very rare when I'm in wrestling shows that I record anything I usually just like staying in the moment but I felt I need to yeah. record that moment for that the energy was mm-hmm. crazy this is the first this is the first real WrestleMania weekend in three years mm-hmm. COVID came and took yeah. everything away yeah. and I, you could tell those people in Dallas you could tell mm-hmm. all of them even including the wrestlers loved mm-hmm. every minute of it because it was taken from us. Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, so it was, was it was crazy, it was, man. It was a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy, man. I felt it. You know what I'm saying? I checked it out. I mean, it was, if you're a wrestling fan, man, the whole weekend was a blast for you. You just was eating up, you know, everything. So, so when I when I when I talk about this, I love the story with the slow chemical thing. Who who else would you know you you consider some motivation in there based off of whether it's their entrance, whether it's how they wrestle, whether they they good on the mic. Who else inspires creative energy, you know, for you? Um, I would say Kevin Owens does. Kevin Owens, when he – I feel like whenever Kevin Owens or Finn Balor are able to be themselves, I feel like those yeah. guys – I've, I've been following them since the Indies. 
I feel like those guys, yeah. I say this all the time, those guys spit bars. When they, when yeah. those guys talk, they spit, like, and they, and you feel them, you know, when they're able, when they're able to be themselves. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, they're, not unfortunately, fortunately, they're under the WWE banner, so they're getting paid. Good. But when I think of yeah. people who, when I think of people who inspire me, I think of when I'm able to hear people like CM Punk talk and they're able to be themselves and they're able yeah. to uh, be, uh, Voler's not always bad, you know, especially when you're just yeah. expressing yourself or whatever. But these guys are very, very intelligent, you know, and women as well. Yeah. Um, but I will, I'll actually, I'll actually say one woman that is, that is super dope that I feel like she doesn't get enough, enough credit for just, uh, just being, the, well, she does. She's, she's starting to get that. But Sasha Banks is a needle mover. Sasha Banks is going mm-hmm. to be, the, in my opinion, Sasha Banks is going to be the next rock. Sasha Banks is going to take over Hollywood. She got a chance. She got an opportunity to do that. Um, as far as on the women's side, I also feel like Bianca Belair, who had an opportunity oh, yeah. to meet a couple of weeks ago, is real down to earth. Real so. Why are you guys telling me that right now? You make me all jealous. Come on, man. Hey, man. Hey, I had the captain, man, when they came, they, they actually had a Raw and SmackDown that was three weeks apart, so I had to catch both of them because it's been a while since I've been out, man. So I, I, I had to take advantage. There's a lot of people I hadn't been able to see, so it gave me an opportunity to see, you know, a lot of a lot of people. But, man, you went to WrestleMania weekend. I mean, you was down, you know what I'm saying, and I, I still got to knock that on the bucket list, man. I still got to make that happen. Maybe so far next year, maybe I'll make the trip out to the West Coast and, uh, catch them when they go out there, but man, super dope conversation, man, we got to chop it up some more on the whole, you know, AWWE, because I mean, I'm like you, I've been a fan for years, but I'm not going hard with the mic, man, I'm going to kick it back to my to my co-host, Sharika Stevens, take it away. <laughs> Thanks so much. So, um, I heard you speak a little bit about on how you came up with or how you wrote on God. And mm-hmm. I guess my question for you is, like, how long have you been writing? Is, is that something that you do regularly? And have you do you write for other people and have you written for other people, other artists? I, um, I, I, have, I have written for other artists. Um, and it's one of those that, – that's, that's actually that's – really, I, I, I remember I heard um, – I can't. I think his name is yeah, Skills. I heard Skills say how it's easy. Man, it's hard, man. Like I, I, I don't actually like doing it. I don't mind writing a chorus or something like that, but to, to sit back and write somebody's verse, I actually don't like doing that. That's that, that's hard because I'm because then because I'm constantly trying to think of like the person's personality or whatever, and I know it ain't that deep sometimes. I know sometimes you're just making a record, but I I, I think too deeply about stuff like that. But um, I do write uh, daily. Um, a lot of times it's not I, that I force anything. It's just it just happens, you know, when I have a thought, mm-hmm. I just, I've decided just to write it down. Like I remember, um, I heard a Kanye West interview long time ago where he said that, um, a lot of times he had to catch himself cause he would be asleep and he would have these lines and he would just sleep through them and forget them. I was the same way. And so I started like, I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night now. If I, if I'll, I will wake up for one bar. It doesn't matter. I feel like that bar it's in my head at that moment for a reason. So I will force myself up. It's not healthy, <laughs> but I will definitely <laughs> right. do it. I, I will definitely do it because I feel like that that's that's important. For I'm being given that bar for some reason. Um, but I do write daily, uh, and it's, it's it's a bunch of random stuff. Sometimes I, I might write a full verse. Sometimes I might write half a verse. Sometimes I might just write one bar. 
you know, but sometimes it, it just depends on where it is, but I don't, I don't force it anymore. Like I found myself many years ago forcing things. Now it just kind of comes mm-hmm. to me. Oh, okay. So can you tell everybody where they can find you on like social media? And... Yeah. So I'm actually, I have an Instagram called at never silver spoon fed. I'm in the middle of making just a slow chemical Instagram. That should be done by weeks in. Uh, I will get, I'll let you guys all know that more on my, uh, my never silver spoon fed uh, Silver Spoon Fed Instagram. Um, also, I, I have a Twitter. People hit me up on it. I don't like Twitter because Twitter is so – I'm just not around my phones like I'm like like most people are. And Twitter is so now – like you you can miss an entire conversation in 10 seconds with, with Twitter. Right. So I'm trying to get better. So I'm trying to be better at just like being on my Twitter. So I do get the messages. I have been hitting people back. But usually, man, I'm hitting people back, and it's like – you can tell for them it's an old conversation. I'm like, dog, it's like 30 minutes ago, you know, <laughs> but it's, but, but I get it. The whole, uh, the quick nature of Twitter, I'm trying to get better at that. But Twitter is the same thing. It's that never silver spoon fed as well. Um, so hit me up. I, I, people follow me. I follow them back. You know, I support people all the time. Like, um, like, like Lipsy and uh, the ZYG808. I, I, like I do comment. I do like stuff. Like I said, I follow JT. I follow Jay. So, uh, follow me, and I'll follow you back. Okay, okay, that's the song. Okay, so we do have a new song from you called Think About It, and we're about to play it now. We're about to get into that. Okay. I thought about it. What if I want a truck and the women's not crowd around it? I've been about it. But the bread mean nothing as alimony surrounded. I thought about it. Not a blender, a swinder. You can't outdo me. I'm the thinker. Power plays, money made. Turn my franchise from unknown to millions. Give me the sunshade, the blade. I thought about it. A critical of the visuals. Ladies still ask, why they call you so chemical? Why you cynical of the ritual? It's God-given. It's spiritual. For many years, the talents were hitting. At first, I'm being a sick-up kid. That's the real mean. The sinning. Grinning. That's the real mean. The winning. Give me the sunshades of May. Some may be alive, called a medic. If they have to die, it's because we thought about it. 
put on jeans and tight and it's just right. She thought about it. I still, I kill ways when I write about it. You put me on last, that's the only way to go. A pro, doing everything like Bo. Jackson, building affection. Too fast, motion capture can't capture me. You liking all three. Think about it from Slow Chemical. You're listening to the digital meet and greet with our guest Slow Chemical. If you uh, if you want to talk to Slow Chemical, ask him some questions and talk about the music, you're welcome to do so. You can give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1 and we'll bring you on. If you're already streaming from your phone, that means you've already dialed the number. So you don't have to dial it again, but all you have to do is just press 1. Press 1 and we'll bring you on. All right? Now, uh, Slow Chemical, uh, well, actually, uh, before we, you know, get back to the Q&A, Sharika, JT. Yes. What are your thoughts on Think About It? I mean, it's something that you can, like, so for me, I like to go down by the water side. I think that a lot of times when you have something on your mind and you just, you know, you just want to think about something that's going to calm you and it's mellow. You know, it has a mellow type of vibe, just the instrumental and just her words and the softness of her, you know, of the chorus and her voice. But as well as his tempo, it like gives you a calming feeling that you can just, you know, you can just sit down and just relax and think about it. Just do whatever it is. Oh, yeah, definitely. JT. Yeah, definitely laid back track, man. It's just something that, you know, to kick back and vibe to, you know, kind of marinate off you, you know, in deep thought and whatnot, man. That's one of them tracks, man. You just, you know, you throw on, you be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's mellow. I'm chilling. And um, just in my thoughts, a dope song, dope beat. 
and um, definitely he brought it on that track. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Slow Chemicals, what would you like to say about the track? Your own track. Um, what, what, you know, I meant, tell us the history. Oh, history, pretty much. Um, the inspiration behind that track was an artist called Kate Trinata. I heard a few of his songs. I think his songs are dope. I like his, the vibes of his songs. And I was talking to uh, the, the engineer, the guy who engineered uh, – all of Kill the Messenger and all of uh, the upcoming album in August, Privacy is an Illusion. And uh, I was talking to him about it, and I was like, you know, the one thing I feel that is my weakness is I don't have many songs you could just throw on, people you, you could just vibe to. And um, we began working on that track, and at first I didn't have a chorus to it. I didn't really know what I was feeling with it. And then the homie GSP said, hey, I, I heard – this royalty-free sample, I think, will fit good on that track. Can you send it to me? So I sent it to him. He put it on there. It was simple. It was to the point. Um, and I really didn't know what I was going to say on it. And it wasn't until the singer, and I can't give her name, just because she doesn't want any recognition or anything. That's just her thing. She just likes doing music. Um, she said, hey, this this, is, this beat is really dope. Like, what are you thinking about? I said, I, I don't know. And so... Um, we were in the studio. I did my first verse. She loved the first verse, but my first verse was actually up closer to the beat, maybe around the 10-second mark. She said, no, push that back. I want to sing during that part. I said, okay. So then she sang during that part, and we kind of just worked on everything together. And then she said she wanted to talk at the end um, because she felt she needed to. The, the video for this is actually on YouTube um, on my on my YouTube page, um, I, I and actually like I I love how the video came out because the director heard the song, and he he said hey give me a couple of days, and he knows I've worked with him one time before, and he knows I'm not a big live action guy as far as like me doing performance scenes in the camera I guess me me doing it not anyone else, um, and so he had this idea of a coming of age story, and I think he did a beautiful story on the video with a young black man coming from humble beginnings to being a musician, getting interviewed and stuff like that. So you guys should check it out. Um, but, yeah, the song just came together wonderfully. I, I do appreciate the feedback. I'm surprised at the feedback because I, I don't usually do uh, music uh, songs like this, but I do appreciate people liking the beat, even if you just like the beat. I appreciate that. that you still like me. So that's the history of the record. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely loving the production. Oh, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um. I just want to shout it out again uh, for anybody that want to jump on. Again, that number, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929-477-3872. And then press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone already, you've already pressed the, you already got the number. So just press 1, and we'll bring you on, and you can chop it up with Slow Chemical. All right? Now, so chemical. I got I got some comic book questions. Um, okay. We'll get back to the music too. I want to ask you uh, for anybody that wants to get into because you know every everybody a lot of the publishing companies they they it's just one big universe. You know all the all the titles under their company is you know it's a shared world, just kind of like Marvel and DC, and you do the same thing um, with Rhymeo Entertainment. Now, for those who uh, 
who may have, you know, not have heard, might have read any of your titles yet, but they want to get mm-hmm. an idea of the universe. What ty- what issues or what titles would you recommend they start with before, you know, like that that, that could break them in? Um, I would say you should probably start with the Geneva Convention. Um, because Messina is probably most, my most popular character. Not, not most, uh, he is my most popular character. So if you just jump right into Messina issue one, into this story where you see, like, this, the first page of this bunch of, like, chaos, you're going to be confused. But if you actually jump into the Geneva Convention, you see how he kind of got into the fight and how he joined the universe. And matter of fact, Geneva, that, that's what JT was talking about. The Geneva Convention is actually where I put uh, – of him in him and a bunch of other people in the story of themselves, but um, start with the Geneva Convention. Um, it's about five issues. Um, it's all on Google Play. It's all up at uh, indieplanet.com as well. Uh, on indieplanet.com, as a matter of fact, it's ninety nine cents. But if you buy all the issues, you get a discount on that, just so you know. Um, but that's where, that's where you want to start. Um, to me. Me personally, if you don't want to necessarily do a superhero thing, then I suggest you read Inspecting Realities. It's only one issue. It's 25 pages, but you won't regret it. You'll enjoy it. You'll laugh the entire time. Um, yeah, we, that, that's that's probably my most reviewed <laughs> comic. Uh, a lot of people like it. The only thing some people don't like is kind of like uh, the sexual humor that they get, they get thrown out that they feel sometimes it's too much. That's, and that's okay, you know, learning lessons, you know, grow from it. Um, but I would start there if you just want just to sit back and laugh and not have to follow the universe. But if you want to follow the universe, I, just, I suggest you start with the Geneva Convention for sure. Okay. Now uh, now for the non, uh, you know, for the, the, the humor and the, the non-superhero uh, books that you have, are are they still in the universe, though, or is it just – a separate they thing are. on they, 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 No, they are. I make a little comment. I, I'll put little Easter eggs in, in the stories. So, like, in Expecting Realities, at one point in time, you see one of the characters reference Mayfield and say, hey, we're not, we're not crazy-looking people in Mayfield. It's, like, it, it's still a part of the same universe. I don't necessarily want you to, like, not have to uh, – or have to, like, try to follow 10 different universes. Everything is in the same universe. It's just different parts that I've kept isolated for – particular reasons, but in all my stories, at some point in time, you will see a reference to a, a, a story from the past. Ah, uh, okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah, now, um, why do you think Messina is so popular? Why, why, is that, why is that the hit? I think the way he looks, it's pretty cool, um, and the way he talks, I've actually kind of, he... I kind of modeled him just after a normal person. Like, if you ever watch a TV sitcom, a lot of times people are just, like, finishing each other's sentences and they're figuring out the plan as it goes. And that's not how people really talk. It's not the people I know, at least. Um, and I, I just, I kind of just modeled him after just a normal person. Him, like, when something, like, when, when things, things just feel dire, he's that one person that's going to make the, 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 the joke. It's like, and they was like, you're making a joke right now? He's like, well, Okay, so I mean, it's, it's bad now. We just got to stop it from making. Yeah, we have to stop it from making it worse. You know, he's like, he's just a, a, a honest character. You know, but I think his look really has a lot to do with it, man. Like, people just really love. Cause I I knew he was gonna be. 
a, a hit when uh when I created him when when I'm putting the look together and everything and the green and the black and everything I kind of, like, as we were building him I was like people are gonna really like the way he looks it's just he just looks different. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, true indeed he does. Uh, now what's for the uh, before we get back to the music what's in the future for the Rhymo Entertainment Universe. So in June, I am dropping my first ever one shot. Well, it's meant to be a one shot, but the way I wrote it, it could end up be, being a limited series, but it, it's meant to be a one shot. It's called Civilized Savage. It's a mystery, my first ever mystery I've ever written. Um, I actually was not planning on dropping any comic books this year, but what happened was in about in the end of December of last year, beginning of January of this year, I had this story that just kind of came to me, and I was just kind of like, man, I don't even, I don't really want, I, I didn't really want to invest into it, but like it wasn't going away. And I said, you know what, I, I better put pen to paper, or otherwise I, I might lose out on this idea. And so I ended up, it went from me writing it to simply then me getting together with my artists, and then we just <laughs> knocked it out. And it came out really good. I actually have – I'm ready to go. I actually have printed copies are already, you know, and uh, and I know the date, June 1st, it will be out. Um, it's my first mystery. I'm looking forward to seeing people's feedback of it. Like no one else has – no one has seen it. You know, I'm just kind of looking forward to putting it out there and seeing how people take it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely looking forward to all of that. Um, And one last comic book question I wanted to ask. Uh, you know, in the Geneva Convention, uh, JT, <laughs> you know, the Big Woo Radio crew are are supporting, uh, have a cameo in it. Uh, is mm-hmm. it, is it, would it be possible that – now, were there any, other than the Big Woo Radio crew, is there any other uh, – any real-life uh, supporting characters? Yeah, there is. You got in there? That... Yeah, there is. Uh, Big Woo Radio, they're in issue three and issue five. And uh, issue one, and JT will know this, uh, is something to wrestle with podcast. Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard are are in it. They actually they loved it. I met them a, a few years ago. Um, they uh, they loved every part of being <laughs> being in the first issue of it. I appreciate them for being in in it. Me and Conrad talk all the time on. Uh, on Twitter and, and, and the DMs or whatever. But, yeah, like, Geneva Convention was like a big breakthrough for me. Like, people really wanted to be a part of it. And, and um, I, I didn't know why. It was like, this is a serious comic book. I, I didn't know where it came from. But, like, it, it really felt like a, rec- a lot of real-life personalities wanted to be into it, be in it. But it was my honor to put uh, Big Blue Radio on there. They're, they're super, super tight. And uh, so it was something to wrestle with podcast with Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. Nice, nice. Uh, and I did say the other one was the last comic book question, but I got one more because it I, <laughs> could could those people also uh, end up supporting characters and upcoming issues or anything else in your universe? Um, I, <laughs> you never know. I'm not gonna <laughs> say no to it. You never know. Um, just be, just because I have been asked by some people again to be a part of it, and um, but the, my one rule for it is I don't want to just put them in it. And just have it just be a throwaway cameo. Because like, I, I didn't see any of those as throwaway cameos. Like, to me, they actually added to the story. It was a fun part of it. And people, more importantly, people that kn- knew it 
and got it. They they enjoyed it. And people who was like, what is this? Like they just thought they just thought it was an awesome add to it, you know, to the story. So I, I want them to also add to the story. I don't want it to be a throwaway cameo, but yeah, I'm down for it. If I have the right idea to throw them in there for sure, yeah, I'm always open to that. Nice. That's a, that's good. That's great. Oh yeah. So you all check out the Geneva Convention from Rymu Entertainment. Uh, just, just any of the titles that he has, you know, uh, you know, just just anything he's coming out with. Uh, the comic books are great. You know, we got to support the indie creators and just you know check it out. All right, we're gonna take some calls uh, for anybody that's uh, streaming from your phone. Just press one. If you're streaming from your phone right now and you want to jump on and speak. Just press 1. If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that and you don't have the number in front of you right now, the number is 929-477-3872. And then press 1, and we'll bring you on. All right, let's bring on this next caller. Caller in the 252-999. You're on the air. Who is this? What's poppin'? It's K. Davis, the Hitman. It's good. K. Davis, the Hitman. How you doing? Throw some cheers. I'm on good. I'm good. How you doing, baby? Oh yes. How you doing tonight? There you go. Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great. You know, I'm gonna uh, say something about you right quick, <laughs> K. Davis, before you, before you ask your questions and make your comments. Uh, for everybody listening, uh, you all know Dougie Fresh. The legendary hip-hop artist, Dougie Fresh. Uh, this is his nephew, K. Davis, the hitman. He's also an artist. And uh, he has a new single out called Doug Fresh, and it's uh, produced by his uncle, Dougie Fresh, as well. So, I, you know, I wanted to introduce you properly. <laughs> Definitely. I appreciate that, man. That's love. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Now, K. Davis, you got any questions for Slow Chemical or... Any comments, anything you want to say? Congratulations, or, you know. Yeah, I definitely want to say congratulations, man. And, um, big up to you on your journey, and uh, I appreciate you continuing your mission. That's very important that you're doing that. And um, you sound like you, you know what you're doing. Your mind is right. And, it, and it's, 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 it's a serious situation when you're in this, when you're in this um, entertainment business, music, booking, acting, whatever you're doing. And um, so like a strong guy, man. I want to definitely congratulate you one more time. And dig you up for what you're doing, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that a lot, man. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so can I ask you a question? Like, what, what the future holds for you, man? Um, I don't know, man. I I, I, I kind of like that because I, I used to try to control everything. I'm kind of just taking. I'm trying to take everything in right now, you know, that, that I can, and that's why I said earlier in the interview that I just want to focus on myself and really things that I want to do because I, I've spent so many years focusing on other people and trying trying to help all of us come up. And one thing I realized is if I'm not happy, then it's hard for me, hard for me to make anyone else happy, you know? So um, mm-hmm. right now I'm just kind of trying to kind of taking everything in as it comes. Like just earlier today got um, a notification that uh, from a promoter that was like, Hey, I would love to have you come to this comic con as a member of the press. 
I was like, I don't know why you want me as a member of the press, but okay, I'm down, you know, uh, just just going to take everything in and just uh, seize every opportunity possible because every opportunity can lead to something bigger. So uh, I don't know. I, just whatever comes my way, I'm open to it. Yeah, that means he recognized your talent and he recognized you from a distance. So that's a blessing, man. You know, God is shining hard on you right now, man. Um, so like I say, that's a blessing, man. You know, I'm happy to hear your interview and talk to you in person before you get real big and blown up and be real busy. You know? <laughs> Thank you so much, man. That's definitely that's definitely in your future. Um, yeah. So yeah, I commend you for that, man. It's a it's a privilege talking to you, man. Oh man, I appreciate that. Privilege talking to you as well. Definitely, man. I ain't oh, gonna hold y'all up. I just want to slide through and say what's up to you, man. Definitely, K. David, um, thanks for doing that. And uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And for everybody listening, we're going to have Kay Davis as a guest in one of the upcoming Tuesdays. I don't have my calendar in front of me right now, but he's scheduled to be a guest as well. He wanted to pop in early and introduce himself to the audience. So uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. And perhaps in the future we could see a Slow Chemical and Kay Davis, the Hitman collaboration, uh, maybe produced by Dougie Fresh. <laughs> we can do that, man. Make That'd it happen. Make it happen. I'm down for it. I'm definitely down for it, man. Get a get swing a positive vibe to this to this industry. You know, give them something to think about. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you for calling, man. All right, no doubt. Peace, y'all. Much love and peace, man. Definitely peace. All right, we're going to take some more calls. Whoever that was in the nine one nine. Uh, if you dropped off or you're still streaming, just press one and we'll bring you back on. You know, we get, I'm getting the calls in order. So if you, you know, you might, you got to be patient. <laughs> um, and again, if you're streaming from anything and you don't have the number, I know some people stream from apps and stuff like that. And I, people show me I'm on, I the, well, blog talk radio, not just the digital meet and greet blog talk radios on several different little apps that you can listen to. And I didn't know that. People were always telling me about it. Like, Jay, you're on the the Brown Bear app, whatever the hell. They, they should, oh, I didn't know that and screenshot it. So uh, definitely thank you for, you know, listening to us and streaming us on all the different little third and fourth party little apps that's out there that <laughs> that's connected to Blog Talk Radio and you could, that you can hear us on. Um, but, yeah, if you're streaming from an app or a third party website or a link, or something like that, and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone right now, that means you've already dialed the number. So all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Slow Chemical, and, uh, yeah, this is, this is a great, great interview. Um, yeah, the music is great. Looking forward to, to more releases. Looking forward to more comics. Uh, oh, you also uh, you also do film as well. Um, what what's the uh, you know what 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 what's up with uh, any any upcoming film or video projects or streaming any you know uh, film nothing at, at the moment. I'm actually talking to a friend out of Michigan who's into film big and he knows I want to get back into it. Um, I just uh, had not been into it for the last couple of years. I do want to get back into it, but as far as videos go, we got the album, the official album, Privacy's an Illusion, dropping in August. I know that there. I know the first two singles that will be on that. One's called 
how you feeling. The other one's called Mixed Emotions. We're going to be doing some videos to those in the, in the coming months, uh, probably dropping those in June, July, around that time. Um, so I, I'm still trying to think of a concept. I actually have uh, another director that uh, wants me. He has an idea. Um, he hasn't pitched it fully to me. He's only told me, like, like part of the idea. You know, he's uh, still coming out with it, but we just started talking about this as of Friday, and I was, as I told JT and you guys, I was out of town, so it was kind of hard communicating. But uh, those are the video projects we have coming up. But um, as far as film goes, nothing right now. I would love to get back in the film. I do miss it. Um, it's just where I'm at currently. There's not much film projects going on out here. So, like, you kind of, I kind of have to go out of my way to do a lot of stuff. So uh, I, I would like to get back into it as soon as possible, though. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, you know what? And, and, and speaking of film and video, one of the things that uh, I know you I know you, you answered this already in a, in, a, in a previous interview we did, but I mentioned your Streets of Rage music video. And uh, and I suggested, I said, uh, no, hold up. I don't think you told me this in the interview. I think we, this is a private conversation. I'm getting them mixed up now. <laughs> but I'm going to bring it up anyway because I, I, I just, I wish you would have did this, took in one of the tracks from the actual Streets of Rage and remixed it and rapped on that. <laughs> but I, I know your reason, though. You know, you know, don't, don't want to get caught up in stuff like that. Yeah. Oh no, that's actually that's actually a dope idea. That was a private conversation, right? But no, that was a dope idea. It was just that song came up by accident. I told you, I told that story before, I think. But that that song was never meant to be "Street to Rage" or anything like that. It just it just came. That was another track that I freestyled. <laughs> so it was one of those things where I just I heard the beat. Like we did the beat. Well, I did the beat. I did the first iteration of the beat, and GSP had his hands on it, and he changed the beat completely. And, like, the only thing he kept was the punching sounds I had. And I remember he, when he changed it, he was like, nah, that, that beat. Like, he, he, he's always been honest with me. He's a super, super nice guy. He's like, hey, man, that beat wasn't whack. That beat was whack. <laughs> so, like, he just, like, so, so it was just one of those things where he was like, dude, it was just, a lot of it was just off, and a lot of it wouldn't have done right during the mixing and mastering process, which meant, like, when I, when I hear what he did, and I hear what I originally did, he's absolutely right. Like the mixing and mastering process would have made a lot of the sound too funky and lower down all that stuff. So no, I wish I would have known that's what that's what was coming out of that track. Otherwise we would have done it, you know. And it was and honestly, shout out to uh Master Farrell, the director of that video, who's out in Denver. He actually like when he heard the song, he fell in love with it. And it was his idea to, to do like we're in the middle of the street and just filming random stuff, and he's like, "Hey, you just just keep punching, and I'm gonna have you just fall off." And I was like, "What? He's like, remember the old video games?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's tight, you know." So shout out to Master Farrell for doing that. Matter of fact, I would love to do another video with him. Like he has some great ideas. I know he's been all he's. I know he's been all over. He, he produces and everything. I know he's been all over the place too. So. Ah, nice, nice. Oh yeah, and, and speaking of uh, you know producers, Thelonious Funk, and uh, I know you I know you gave him a, 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 a not a real shout out, but you, you mentioned him. You said the Nerdcore group down in Florida, they just send you stuff back uh, quick. <laughs> and I know yeah, call, I call, yeah, I call him by his real name. My my, my my fault, my fault, Phil, my fault. I, I call him by his real name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. 
but uh, but I, I wanted to ask though, um, have you have you? Because I know you you've collaborate with collaborated with them, but I don't think he, he's never uh, he's never Phil's never produced a track for you, has he? Like just uh, uh, just a track. He just they've just you know y'all done vocal stuff together only, right? Um, he's never done a, a, a track from me where it's from me like the those waves track that was for something he was doing. Um, so technically, I have rapped over one of his beats, um, but I've been, we've never sat down and and just decided to do it. I, I'm I'm open to it, you know. But f- f- honestly, they're they're hard. To, that's a hard group to, to, to. They're so busy. They do so many shows all over the place. And anytime I see them on Instagram, I try my best to support them and just like because they're they're hard to catch up with. So I don't usually want to be the one to be like, hey man, let's do, can we do a track? You know, because I could tell like they're just they're they're moving. They could tell they they move as one. I would love to do. I, I would love for all of us to do a track together where it's not just like one person bringing it to the table. It's like we, we could, where we can actually collaborate together. Um, but no, like we have not done. We have not had the, the 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 privilege of doing that yet. But I'm looking forward to the day we can. Yeah, I really hope that can happen, man. Because. Uh... The people that you that you collaborated with, you have great chemistry with them. You know, it it doesn't seem forced. It doesn't seem like, hey, we're just going to do a track just to do it. Like, and 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 that is a you with SPF and Felonious Funk. That that just it, it meshes well. You know. Yeah, I th- I think with them it's more because we're all into the same stuff. We're all really deep into our. Uh, our culture as well as nerd culture as well as the things we, we really enjoy things we enjoy. And I think it's, I think that that helps that, that we're all on one page uh, without having to actually be in the same city or whatever. But I also think a lot of times the people that I collaborate with often, they are, as I said this to uh, one of the hosts earlier, uh, they are just unapologetically themselves. Like they just, I've mm-hmm. never heard an SPF, I've, I've never heard an SPF track where I felt like, oh yeah, they forced that. You know, I've never, I, I can't name one, and I, I don't think you ever will. They just, they literally just do music. They have, you can tell they have fun with, that's the other thing, too. Like, when you, a lot of these people, like ZYG, like, they have fun doing the music. Like, when you hear their music, like, you could tell, all right, they want to do this song, and it's just fun. Oh, yes. They, yes. And speaking of fun, uh, ZYG 808, want to shout them out again. Uh, I, I forgot. I'm in one of his music videos. I'm in the um, the thumping music video, and, and I, you know, are you really? A piece of me, yes, I am. I am in the thumping music video. Yeah. No, you're not. I'm looking <laughs> this up right now. I, go go look it up on YouTube. I'm in there. I'm like in. The, I don't care. I don't know what number. Uh, and shout out to uh, to to Z Z L Scott, the SEO queen, also known as uh, the violinist, Lady Z. She's in there with me as well. Um, it, uh, we, what we did was we just filmed our pieces on our phones and sent it to him and he, and he, uh, okay. they put it in there. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm, I'm, I'm making a weird <laughs> face when he says something. Like I'm making like a, like a no, I'm making like the, <laughs> y'all check, check out the thumping video on YouTube. Yeah. Everybody's listening. Go to YouTube and you can see some guy named Jay in the music video, you know? Oh, and Laquita oh, yeah, Johnson, because, um, Laquita yeah. Johnson. Okay, because I'm in the remix. I'm on the remix to that song. So, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, me and Jonathan ah. Esther are on the remix to that song. Now you would never hear me because of the way me and Jonathan Esther did our verse. Because 
he wanted both of us on the song, but he only gave us eight bars. Like, that's it. Not eight bars each, just eight bars. So what we did was we wrote a verse together. We rapped it at the same speed. But Jonathan Esther's voice is the overpowering voice, but we're both technically on it. So, yeah, we're on the remix. Man, nice, nice. Man, yeah, good times. Yeah, it's like a... Uh, okay, I, okay, you are you are in the V. I see you are. What, what, why are you making that face, Jay? You are making yeah. the face. Why are you doing that? Because <laughs> I, I, I was just like, I was like, I'm gonna try different stuff, and they used that. I was like, oh, they <laughs> and, it, and it went along with the beat too. Yeah, and um, a shout out to Laquita Johnson, stand-up comedian Laquita Johnson. She's also in there uh, as well. Uh, a cast member on Yesterday Night Taped, you know, the sketch comedy show that I do. All right. Uh, it looks like the phone lines have dried up, but people are still streaming. People are inboxing and saying good show and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, people are tuned in, even though they may not have anything to, to say right now. Um, I do want to pass the mic back to JT and Sharika, you know, see if they have any anything else they want to say um i would like to just say that you know i think that you know you are like amazing well-rounded um you sound like someone who's just very like you have a like a mellow vibe about you like you know it's like you can sense like a like calmness you know like you hear it in your songs but you know each song has like it's something different for me so that's what I get out of it um again the instrumentals for me I'm, I'm a beats person so I, I love the beats and everything I love the fact that you use, you use the flute um in a great way so I don't know I, I just like your overall sound and everything that you bring I can't wait to hear more of your music thank you so much um yeah I, I am pretty pretty chill um what you see what you what you, what you get with me i don't really like to be a lot of, i don't like to be rah rah too much um but um e- even being mellow that can be a problem for some people i find so uh but i do appreciate that um and and no i, I appreciate you listening and i i feel like i finally hit my niche with this these last not i believe doing the music i've done on serving all masters helped me do this new music whether it's kill the messenger Privacy is an illusion. It helped me to feel comfortable that it's okay to be just mellow. Because a lot of times my music would be hard-hitting. It would be a lot of, like, I need you to think about this, think about that, or or, or I would do a punchline that's super complicated, and I would be mad when people don't get it. At this, doing these track kind of tracks helps me realize or helps other people just vibe and, and chill with the day. Like I said, think about it really has put me in a, a really good place because I appreciate the feedback and how people just feel like, oh, man, I can just put this in my playlist. And I can just have it just play, and it's all good. So I do appreciate that so much. Right, right. JT, was there anything that you wanted to add? Yeah, I was going to say, on Slow Chemical again, man, I, I feel a I feel a wrestling uh, episode podcast coming between you and I, uh, which I would look forward to that particular conversation. I think, man, dope always, man, with you, what you're doing as far as the music and um, your creative content. When you do drop again, it, it's going to be amazing, as I've always seen it. 
and I continue to never be disappointed. Anytime that I see any of your work, I hear any of it, and just listening to the EP today, man, I'm just, you know, again, just blown away, you know, by the natural talent and what you bring to the, you know, to the table where it pertains to that, man. So keep rocking out, man. Keep doing what you're doing. And um, hit me up, man. Let me know when you're ready to step in the ring, man, so we can knock that one-on-one and podcast out on that rap. Yeah, man, I'll DM you because on my podcast, I I do two weekly shows. One's Monday, one's Wednesday. The Wednesday show is based upon pop culture, comic, uh, comic books, and all that type of stuff. But Monday is the wrestling show. And I had to actually separate those because when I first started doing my podcast two years ago, like I was, I had just one show weekly that mixed both of them, but the fans of the podcast didn't like either one or the other. So I kind of broke them up. So I'll, I'll hit you up soon. And honestly, me, you could just talk about wrestling and that could be one of my Monday shows. Um, it'll be, it'll be fun just to have, be able to feed off other people. You know, I don't bring many people on. Um, but when I do like usually like wrestling fans, so, um, I, I didn't know you were that deep into wrestling like that, like I am. So, uh, I will hit you up for sure. And we will get that done. Yeah. I look forward to it. And yeah, man, you know, you're talking about 30 plus years. So yeah, I look forward to coming on your platform. And, and again, man, any new music, anything that you have come out that you want to spin on the radio, man, shoot it over to, you know, Big Wheel Radio. And uh, we'll get it on, man, and we'll spin them tracks because uh, we're putting in the work and the labor and uh, and, and uh, making it happen, man. So it's only right to be played. And um, continue doing what you're doing, man. I look forward to chopping up with you real soon. I appreciate that, man. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Slow Chemical, we're going to wrap it up. Is there anything you want to, any last-minute words? Or, oh, well, hold on. Before I give the mic to you, I just want to make sure to let everybody know that's uh, streaming. We're about to wrap it up. So if you want to hurry up and get it in right quick, just press 1, and we'll bring you on. And you can say, I mean, you know, even if you don't have a question or anything like that, you hey, congratulations, keep doing your thing, you know, whatever you want to say, you know. All right. That's it. Well, hold up. Let me just throw the number back out. Just in case you're streaming from a app or a third-party website or a link and you don't have that number, it's 929-477-3872. And then press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone, you've already dialed the number, so all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. Nope. Okay. Slow Chemical, all yours. Oh, I appreciate the time. I appreciate the interview. Um, check me out on Instagram at Never Silver Spoon Fed. Um, I'm on there, not every day, <laughs> but I am I am on there. If you if you if you follow me, I follow you back. You know, I do support as much as I can as far as like just liking people's work and um, if you have a Kickstarter or anything, um, I do, I I'll, I always support that because to me that's how we all grow is together. So um, I, for those of you who have been asking, Kill the Messenger is coming out. Give me a couple of days just to figure this thing, the artwork. I I didn't think my artwork was that graphic, but apparently, according to TuneCore, it is. So we changed it up a little bit. And so it should be ready by the end of this week. But I will keep everyone updated on Instagram, and uh, we will go from there for sure. But I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this new, uh, this new solo EP because uh, it, it's definitely um, – 
it, it, was, it, it was fun to do, for sure. You know, and also check out the Thing About It video. The Thing About It video is a very dope video. At first, I didn't know what to think about it when the director told me his idea, but check it out on YouTube. Just, just put in think, think About It, Kill the Messenger. It'll be the first thing that pops up. So thank you guys for the time and many blessings. Oh, yes. Thank you as well. All right. You don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good night. <laughs>